Do you love your weakness? It's a very important question. Do you love your weakness? I think many of us, it's almost like there's a visceral, visceral response to that question. Like, are you crazy? I hate my weakness. And I think that's probably an honest answer for most of us. Like, no, Father, I actually wish that I was perfect. Um, I don't like the weakness. And that's, that's a basic, normal human response. But the scriptures tell us today a supremely important, fundamental truth of the spiritual life. That if we want to know the freedom and the peace and the joy that God desires to give us, if we want to live in that freedom of Scripture, says the freedom of the sons and daughters of God, then we have to fall in love with our weakness. We have to love it. I mean, even as I say that, like, my stomach is turning upside down, right? It's like this visceral response, like, no, I don't like my weakness. We have this scripture today from St. Paul, very famous one, one that we hear all the time. And I want to invite us to, to look at it more deeply, more closely today, and to take it to prayer consistently. What is St. Paul saying here? He says, three times I asked the Lord to remove this thorn, this weakness in his flesh. Now, some scripture scholars will say, St. Paul saying three times. Three is one of the, the numbers of wholeness, of completeness. We talk about the Holy Trinity. That St. Paul is saying, I ask the Lord over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Not just three times, but all the time. Lord, take this. If you would just fix this, I, I mean, <laughs> I remember so many times, I mean, I still do this, but distinctively in this seminary, I'm like, Lord, if you would just fix this about me, like, we could kick some tail together, man. Like, really? If you just fix all these weaknesses in my life, we could make this thing happen, <laughs> seriously. I think many of us have prayed the same thing. Lord, like, like just fix it, and we're going we're gonna to rock it. What does St. Paul say? Why the Lord allowed him to keep that? So that he might not become too elated. So that he might not fall so deeply into pride. That he would even lose his own soul. And probably take other people with him. Because if there's no need, I mean, the temptation for us to, to want to be God is really, really, really strong. That's, that's the sin in the Garden of Eden. To want to have the knowledge of good and evil, meaning I want to decide what's good and what's evil, what's right and what's wrong. I want to decide truth. I want to decide the laws of nature. And we, so, like if we're perfect... And there's no need for us to be on our knees before the Lord. How easy will it be to fall into this temptation? How easy. And so what does God tell St. Paul? My grace is sufficient for you. 
And this word sufficient is not just like, it's like just enough, like just barely enough. My grace is sufficient in the sense that it is all that you need. You need nothing more than my grace, which is what? His divine life. When he's talking about grace, he's talking about the very life of the Trinity. The power of the Holy Spirit in his life. Why is my grace sufficient, he says? Because power is brought to perfection in weakness. Oh, this perfection that we're looking for. That we want to be free from our weakness. Well, God is saying, no, you, your power, my power, is brought to perfection in your weakness. The fullness of divine life becomes real in our lives when instead of rejecting our weakness and fighting against it, that we accept it with great humility and with great confidence in God's mercy. What, what do we oftentimes do? Again, right, I, I don't like my weakness, so I can, I can do a few different things. I can try and try and try and try and try to be perfect and try and try and make myself good enough so that I feel worthy enough to be in God's presence or someone else's presence. Man, it's like a gerbil wheel. And you die on that thing, okay? You die on that thing just worn out or we can go well like nah like that weakness doesn't really exist and particularly the sin like no that's it's not really a sin it's no big deal and I'm like denying reality and that's not accepting God's mercy at all to deny sin I mean to accept God's mercy of Jesus his first homily was this repent and believe in the gospel like accept and acknowledge your sin, but come to me. The gospel is the good news of my mercy. That I have come not for those who don't need to be saved, but for those who need to be saved. Hopefully you've memorized by now, just by me saying it enough, Romans 5, 8. God proves his love for us that what? While we were sinners, Christ died for us. What more proof do we need of God's infinite mercy for us? Not a sometimes mercy, not ten times mercy, infinite. That while we were sinners, the Lord died for us, died for us, gave his life for us. We don't have to prove our worth. But when we do this, when we accept our humility, in humility our weakness, Lord, here's my poverty my human poverty and my brokenness. And I can do nothing about it on my own. And then the Lord comes and scoops us up. And he raises us up. And he draws us and he heals us and he restores us with his mercy. Because there's this confidence, this humble confidence in him. I want to encourage you, if you haven't read this book, I Believe in Love. It's one of the, the few books that I'm going to say, like, you should read a lot, right? But this is one of the few books that everyone, every Christian needs to read this book. It's, it's a, a series of retreat lectures that this priest, Father Jean Delbet, gave about the spirituality of St. Therese. And it's about the spirituality of this gospel passage. 
humble, trusting confidence in the Lord. And he has one line in here. He says this. Jesus needs nothing but your humility and your confidence to work marvels of purification and sanctification in you. And your confidence will be in proportion to your humility because it is to the extent that we realize our need for Jesus that we have recourse to Him. And we sense this need to the extent that we justly realize our unworthiness. So it starts simply with, yes, Lord, I am unworthy. I'm broken and weak and a sinner. And I accept that. And I accept also confidently that right in that place, you love me and you save me. So I I don't have to do spiritual gymnastics to earn your love. But I receive it. And it's in receiving it in this place, like you lifting me up, that I can move forward. Even become a great saint like St. Paul. Why? Because God's grace is sufficient. And his power is brought to perfection in our weakness. I'm preaching this to you and I tell you that like, this is a oftentimes daily battle in my own mind and heart. Where I don't like being broken and being weak. I don't like it. But I tell you the more quickly and the more freely that I accept it. And I accept him loving me there. Especially when I fall. That's when God's freedom. That's when when I experience this freedom of the spirit. And that's when God really works. Mother Teresa said that if God would ever find a more unworthy instrument than her. Then that person would do even greater works. People are like, what? What's she talking about? If she's saying that, like, so if you think like you're more unworthy than Mother Teresa, then you're the one. You're the one that God wants to do greater works than Mother Teresa. Happy dance for that one, right? Huh? What's up? So let us today accept our humility, in humility, our weakness. Stop fighting it and accept it. Run to his mercy. Ask for forgiveness and allow him to lift us up and to believe these words of scripture. My grace is sufficient for you for power is brought to perfection in weakness. And so together, we, we say this with St. Paul then I would rather boast most gladly of my weakness in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, I am strong. Because it is the power of God working in and through me. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For power is made perfect in weakness.